Morning. This is Susan Scher. My guest today is Angelique Johnston. You there? Yes, I am. Hello. Angie comes from a family of where everyone is what we what is medically called morbidly obese. Now she does not look like your typical trainer. Let's be clear: the transition <laughs> is in progress, but uh, she has gone from being well. How how big were you before? The heaviest I could weigh myself on a scale was 418. Oh, um, so you may have been more than that. I very possibly could have been more than that. You are now? I'm now 288 pounds. Now, you say your mother works for Curve, so you are not the first one to start working at reclaiming your, your body and your health and your life. Right. But she she was still obese when she was doing it. My mom had had a heart attack. Ah. And that was kind of that was the catalyst to me saying, you know what? This needs to change. I'm not going to be a statistic in my family anymore. Ten days after that is when I had the wake-up call, and I was at my job, and at the time, my trainer, who I didn't, it just so happened he walked in because he uh -huh. was a patient where I worked. And so the trainer, as a patient of the chiropractor, came in right when you were mm -hmm. going through this epiphany. Another patient oh, he was about, not yet your trainer. He was not my trainer yet. Okay. So he heard me talking to another client about, you know, my mom having a heart attack and the heart stint mm -hmm. and um, how I decided, you know, I need to change my lifestyle. Uh -huh. So long story short, he went out, made a phone call, came back in, and that day after I got off work, I went down to Brick Bodies and Brad Palmer met me and uh -huh. he's like, and my trainer now got the kindest heart and he brings another aspect to the healthy lifestyle. Uh -huh. Not only is it about um, eating healthy and exercising, mm -hmm. there's also a psychological side and an emotional side. And he went into that one. He uh, uses but, that side with you, huh? Mm -hmm. You know, one of the first things I learned from Brad was that it's not about losing weight. It's about being healthy. So losing the weight is the perk to being healthy and the lifestyle change. So when you then get to the point to where you realize people who are obese don't become obese just because they love food. I mean, when a person you know, goes through some things and they turn to food, you know, mm -hmm. they think the food is the comfort when the food is doing just as much damage as, mm -hmm. you know, what people in their life had done to us. How much good food was out there and how much yeah. I really was not even alive until I started this lifestyle change. That first workout, I couldn't even do a half a minute on the elliptical. And I could only do five minutes on the treadmill. As much as I adore my gym, mm -hmm. you know, I still experience it. Like, even yesterday... You know, there was these women there that, no offense, they were the real skinny toothpick ones. Oh, yeah. I know you're real skinny, so no offense. <laughs> <laughs> they were looking at me like I didn't belong there. And if there is anybody that belongs in a gym, it's the obese. I've done all the fad diets. I've done all the fad gyms. I've done it all. The only thing that works is hard work and dedication yes. and a lifestyle change. Yes. And when I first walked in, you know, you kind of got to know what my first trainer looked like. But I knew that I could, like, hide behind him, and I was good. I was safe. Nobody was going to mess with me. But a lot of people who are obese don't have that when they walk into a gym. They are judged. You literally feel like there's all these skinny people around, and you're the only one, and you feel like you're constantly being watched. You and I talked about this uh, before going on air. This is something I didn't know. I mean, clearly nobody wants to be called fat. But mm -hmm. I would have thought that, that the term obese would be worse. And and you told me that, no, it wasn't. Well, to me, fat is 
that yellowy, gooey substance that is around a person's organs and on their hips and their, right. you know. And that substance causes harm. Because when you say obese, it's a lot more, it's a lot easier to accept it mm-hmm. than say, oh, you're fat. Well, when you say you're fat, it like goes back to, for those of us who have been obese our entire lives, mm-hmm. you know, and you hear the, oh, you're fat or nobody's going to love you because you're big or you're going to have to mm-hmm. find a hard time finding a good person in your life because you're fat. There's so much negative attached to that word mm-hmm. that there's so much, there's enough negative in this world that we don't need to add to it. Yeah. Now, I want to say, too, that this is not a universal among obese people because I had a friend who was about six feet tall and 300 pounds, roughly, and she had no problem with the term fat. I think your uh, attitude is more common. So I think what we take from this is if you don't know, don't call a person fat. My goal one day is to be a female bodybuilder. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm going to be. So, but in the meantime, you know, as soon as I get my ACE certified um, certification to become a trainer, I just got to find a gym that's willing to take a challenge and say, you know what, you're still heavy, but you're, you still got a story to tell. And I want to tell you, you something. I, I checked this out uh, online. A lot more gyms now are doing that. When people go in and see an overweight woman get up in front of the class, they find that just because she's overweight doesn't mean she's not fit and exactly. doesn't mean she can't give them one of the best workouts they've had. Um, oh, yeah. Also, women who are overweight are not as intimidated. They they can be intimidated by uh, people who look like a, an after ad. Mm-hmm. And women who look like a normal woman. It's kind of like an attainable goal. Mm-hmm. rather than an image out there that you can just dream of. Exactly. I have a hard time going up to people who are healthy and mm-hmm. you know, skinny because I feel intimidated by them. But you have someone else walk in that's obese, mm-hmm. I'm right by your side encouraging you because you know what, if I can do it, anybody can. Now I want to ask you something about that. When David introduced you to me, did I get, how, how did you feel? I was slightly intimidated. Really? I, that and I also knew you were showing him something that I eventually would be doing myself. Oh, you <laughs> mean a, an exercise? Yeah, that exercise scooting across the floor. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yeah, you put that <laughs> in his head. I've been doing that now. Which, by the way, thank you. You're welcome, um, yeah. When you first met me, you actually were intimidated by me. Yes. And, and actually, in all honesty, I was intimidated all the way up until this interview. Really? Because I'm like, because I'm like, you're a you're a businesswoman, you're skinny, you're healthy, and it wasn't until just maybe even almost a little bit into this interview that I really started to feel comfortable to where it's like, okay, yeah. wow. she ain't gonna attack me, she ain't gonna be like, you know, calling me names or because that's what goes through a person's mind when they're obese is that they're wondering when are you gonna start saying stuff about, okay. you know, when, you know, you're saying it's not anything I did. No, no, okay, no, no, okay. no, no, It's just, it, and you know, maybe all of these people don't feel this way, but I'm willing to bet a good number do. They're just not willing to say it. When I was researching uh, this online, yes, uh, the overweight personal trainer is becoming more uh, common. I think with a lot of it is changing. 
It mm-hmm. is changing. Um, it, we, it's ironic as hell, I think, in a world where uh, um, the idols that we have are so underweight that health insurance companies charge them extra. What they're finding is being underweight is more of a health hazard than being overweight. Now, this does not include obesity, but being 20 pounds underweight is much more dangerous than being 20 pounds overweight. That is, that is true. Cause I, and I think with there's a, there's a difference between healthy and people think when someone is underweight or overweight, they're not healthy. He one time said to me, he's like, you're doing things that there's Marines out there that can't do. The, the one thing that I got from that was that it's, you could be a bodybuilder. They don't realize that someone could be 288 pounds and be considered healthy. Well, one thing that people don't uh, take into consideration, when you have that much extra weight, your muscles strengthen. Mm-hmm. Your bones strengthen because they have to, because of the load they're carrying. So, they have their choice. <laughs> right, exactly. And so it's it's quite uh, easy. It's easy for me to understand that um, you could do more than you thought you could. I mean, that, that is the most amazing thing that I've actually learned is that there's things that, you know, when I was obese, mm-hmm. I, wasn't, I wasn't living. That wasn't living. I was dying. And it wasn't until, you know, Brad got hold of me and David got hold of me that I really started realizing that, you know what, this is what living is. Mm-hmm. You know, I now have, if you look at my Facebook, I now have like what's called, I call it a bucket list. But it's it's not a list of things that I want to do before I die. It's a list of things that I can do now that I can. I want to go jet skiing. I want to ride an ATV for the first time. Yeah. You know, I, w- I want to swim with dolphins without giving the dolphin cardiac arrest. <laughs> you know, I, w- I want to. I, there's just so many things. I want to try snowboarding, which I was advised that until I get a little more ungracefully challenged, yeah, that one needs to be waited for a little while. I've done most of the things you're talking about. It never occurred to me that there'd be an issue with them. But you're saying that you, these, even these things that were so easy for me that I didn't even have to think about them, you, that you couldn't even consider doing them. I couldn't. I didn't even consider doing them because I figured I was too heavy. Even just swimming with dolphins, you know, when they, you know, you grab hold of dolphins fin right. and they swim you around. Uh-huh. I have wanted to do that ever since I was a little girl. Hmm. But Dawson's pulling about 400 pounds, uh-huh. that would kill the poor thing. You know, oh. not to, that, that's not being mean, but yeah. I don't, I don't want to cause harm to the sweet little dolphin. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like dolphins. Um, listen, we have very little time left, so I, I want to ask you a couple of things and sort of fast-track this bit. You mentioned a husband, and a lot of people think that fat people aren't going to find love. You mentioned that yourself. To the men, it is so easy for men to lose weight. <laughs> I know, I know, I hate that. Men say, "I need to lose a little weight." Okay, that's better. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like it's not fair. It is. My, my husband, who I, you know, I love him dearly. He's my heart. He's my best friend. Mm-hmm. He, I could have smacked him the other day because he wore. He put on. He had to buy a new pair of jeans. He got the same size he always got. Oh, he, no. He stood in front of me, took his belt off, and he's like, what is this about? 
<laughs> he has about three inches between his waist and the belt and the waistband. Oh no! <laughs> the man is losing weight and he's not even exercising. <laughs> like you said, it's not fair. I mean, and all all I've done is change up what I allow into the house uh-huh. and what I fix. Okay, so you have put him onto a healthier diet simply because that's what you were doing and you're the one who buys the food. Yes, he just doesn't know it yet Ah. (laughs) until he listens to this. Okay. (laughs) He's actually been eating spinach the last few nights and never even realized it. He will now. (laughs) Well, well, he saw the three inches come off, so he may not mind it now that he knows. Hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway... Uh, from what you're saying, you were a lot heavier than he was even when you first met. Oh, yeah. He couldn't even get his arms completely around me to hug me. And yet, this was not a deterrent to him. Nope. Because when a man, how tall is he? He is 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, okay, so you're close to the same height. When a man that height is 40 pounds overweight, he's pretty much okay. Yeah. I mean, he's got a belly on him. He doesn't have a butt anymore, but... (laughs) But not the kind that people make fun of. Right. And yet, he had no problem with your size. Nope, not one bit. And he he said it's because he got to know me and he fell in love with my heart. He fell in love with the strong person that I am. So there wasn't an initial chemical uh, reaction, I mean, chemical um, attraction... But he's, he loved you. Mm-hmm. He's, at the time, I was a caregiver to the developmentally challenged. Mm-hmm. And he just saw, he said the first time he saw me, he knew he was going to marry me. Wow. Because he just, he's like, I don't care that you're overweight. He goes, I care about your health. Uh-huh. He goes, but I care about who you are as a person, and I love you because of who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, and as I'm losing weight, it's like he's getting a brand new wife, so you know he's not <laughs> complaining. We are at the end of our uh, show, and once again, this is Angie Johnston. And can you give us your Facebook page? It's not, it, you're going to laugh at it. It's, I've got, if you look under Jim Rat, uh-huh. or you just go, Angie Johnston, I'm in there. Okay. Okay, because I couldn't find you by your name. <clears throat> Thank you very much, Angie. This is Susan Cher with In Other Words. I'll see you next week. <laughs>